This is the American Artson Podcast, where our goal is to spark creativity. Whether you're a musician, an artist, a writer, or an entrepreneur, we're here to provide you with tools, tips, and insight from professionals and creatives that you can use to inform and inspire your own journey. All right. Hey, guys. So this week we have Sean from Dens on with us to to talk about um, some things they have coming up and some of the adventures uh, he's been on in their creative process. Yeah, this is a really fun one. And uh, if you guys are fans of, of Dens, uh, you'll definitely want to stay tuned towards the end of the episode. We have a little bit of a surprise for you, but uh, really, really fun dive into their creative process is one of the more unique um, creative processes that we've had an opportunity to take a look at so far. And we also kind of expanded the uh, crazy tour story element uh, this time to include a crazy day job story that you guys are definitely not going to want to miss. So, uh, so yeah, this is this is a super fun episode. Yeah, absolutely. You stick around for those stories because it gets it gets pretty wild. But um, as usual, um, the links to all of Den's socials are going to be below where you can find their latest music uh, there. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook and all of that good stuff, uh, as well as if you aren't already, make sure to go below this video if you're watching on YouTube and hit like and subscribe um, so we can see what kind of content you guys are liking. Uh, and if you're just listening on another uh, platform, uh, go ahead and follow that podcast because uh, we got some cool stuff coming up for you in the future and never hesitate to, to comment and let us know who you'd like to see us talk to. Um, but yeah, on that note, here's Sean from Den. All right, Sean, thank you for being with us today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Not too bad. Did you guys get uh, a little taste of, of Michigan winter the way that the whole rest of the country just did? Or did, that, did you get spared from that? So it's not like uh, not like Texas in the Midwest. Okay, so okay. We weren't like, we really weren't like below, we were really weren't in the teens. But, oh, okay. So uh, we had our all. first. We had our first ice storm since like 1998. Wow. Um, which I remember the 1998 one. That was the one. It was like it went out Christmas Eve. All the power went out Christmas Eve. So we were all my entire family went over to my grandparents' house because they were the only ones with like a wood burning stove. Okay. <laughs> we did Christmas over there. So it was cool. It was memorable. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool but, memory. You know, we've had some snow, some blizzards, you know, but past couple winters haven't really been that bad. Yeah. I, I remember when I was in a, a former band. So this would have probably been, I, I want to say this was 2000. Uh, I, th I think this was 2012 that this happened. We, we booked a show uh, in the general Richmond area. And the guy said he had a, basically like a large shed in the backyard that he did shows in. And it was January. Um, and so we were booking it obviously like four or five months in advance. And he was like, yeah, I got this shed and we do shows. It's awesome. And I asked him, I was like, this is, it's, that's January. Like, are you sure it's going to be all right? And he was like, no, nah, it's cool, man. It's Virginia. It's not Michigan. Like, it's fine. Like, it'll be a little, it'll be a little chilly, but we get some right. people in there. We'll pack them in, you know, you get that body, that body heat going and it'll be totally fine. And then sure enough, we show up and it's like, 18 degrees and he was like dude this is 
he's like, this is the coldest it's been in like, I don't know, four years or five years or whatever it was. It's like, this is the coldest night of the year. And so uh, I have a picture of me playing that show with my coat on and my, and my hood up. And I just remember my fingers being like just so mm. stiff that I could barely play. And actually the shed was so small that our, our merch girl who's, who's running our merch had to sit outside because that was the only place to set up a merch table. So, so yeah, we yeah. know, we know Virginia can get a little, a little bit nippy, but, but yeah, glad to hear you guys don't have pipes bursting it can and stuff. Be hotter, it can be hotter than Florida in the summer yeah. <laughs> and crazy humid. And then cold is, you know, the North pole sometimes, right? <laughs> it's, it, it can get cold, but it just, it's just nuts because then it'll be like 50 degrees the next day. Yeah. So we were, um, it was in Lithuania one time, um, which is like one, you know, one of the Baltics over there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was warm and it felt like spring. And then all of a sudden, like, like they had these crazy storms, this crazy storm came in and like the wind, like it just like took all the trees sideways. It was hail. It, I was like, this is going to be a tornado. And then it got like super cold and it was all within like the span of like an hour <laughs> and, and then it warmed back up. And I was like, dude, I, I could not do this. <laughs> Plus it was like, it got like dark. Well, no, there was like not, they have like in certain times of year, like not a lot of daylight Okay. in the daytime. And then at night, it's like the sun goes down at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and rises at like four in the morning. Oh, are they like right on the edge of a time zone or something? Or is that, I, it's, I guess, I don't know. I, I've, <laughs> don't do science like that but i guess it's just like the way the tilt of the earth and oh, okay it's that seas. see all the earth doing the old lithuanian rockaway this kind yeah. of well, i mean i guess it's like places like i guess it's like places like alaska or whatever right right be, yeah i just didn't i didn't you know. i didn't realize it was like i didn't i don't know alaska gets that because of north or whatever so yeah i'm like hey why isn't this like on virginia time here? Right. like <laughs> like the sun rises at like 6 30 and it goes down at like seven or eight or right, nine right you know there's people you know there's like people who know people who have taken like a ninth grade earth science class who are like screaming at the podcast right now like you idiots yeah. it's be it's clearly I've, because of the coriolis yeah, effect i don't I think that's a thing. <laughs> I was in Christian. I was in Christian's private school for ninth grade, so we didn't have any of that. <laughs> so it was like so you, God created the God yeah. created when He created day and night. It was six p.m. and six a.m. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. So, did you guys just study for today lyrics? Basically, did you have a class where you just studied for today lyrics? <laughs> I don't even remember high school. <laughs> yeah. No, if I yeah. Yeah, I should have brought four today lyrics in there. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is like, this is very biblical. And yeah. then, like, okay, yeah. let's hear it in the context. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is satanic. It's one of the, it's one of the lost books that I found it in the, found it, some shepherd yeah. boy threw a rock up into a cave in Israel and they found it in the Dead Sea Scrolls or something like that. Four today was in there. So, anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so you got, we were just talking about this before you jumped on, actually, me and Jesse were. You guys have a, a very interesting distinction of being one of the last, maybe the last band that we know of to be uh, on tour before COVID shut everything down. Were you, did you finish that tour or, or did, it, did you lose the last couple of days of it? So we did. And what's really funny is we don't tour. 
Like, <laughs> I, mean, I we was gonna adult, say, like... I feel like that was one of because I remember seeing you guys when we when we both played together at Face Down Fest, and like, I, I remember you, you guys got a van out there. You were like everything good, like good to go, and 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 so I feel like that, and and not to like make it even more painful i guess because uh, i'm not sure how much of it you guys actually got to complete we did the uh, whole thing okay because oh, cool. <laughs> you guys weren't on the whole war of ages to, or, or who was it? we we were on a good leg of okay. uh, war of ages and conviction so oh, they cool. came out to face down fest and played like two or three shows on the way out um okay. and we didn't hook up with them until after face down that's fest. what it was okay so I we played know. we played about um a little over a week with them um, but yeah, I think when we left them, they went and played like El Paso the next day and they were supposed to play like a couple dates after we left. And then they were hooking up with disciple and like doing like some huge thing with them. Yeah. I think they only did one date after, after we left and then everything got shut down. Yeah. But that was a different thing, man. Like it was crazy. I remember standing out in the parking lot of, uh, club red in, uh, in Phoenix and like, you know, everybody was on their phones and it was, you know, on the news channels or whatever. And it was like, you know, that was the day that like the NBA suspended the entire season and like all the flights got shut down. Yeah. And my dad was in uh, South Africa on a missions trip at the same time that we were out there. And so he was like, I don't even know if we're going to be able to get back in wow. to the country. And I was like, man, should we just like pack it up and just like drive home? <laughs> Yeah, but, right. Um, I, it was, I remember that profound crazy. feeling of just like not knowing what to do. I barely made it out of California, actually, from FaceTime Fest. I barely made it. Uh, I, it was like three days later, <laughs> well, the flights got shut down. And Well, I remember like me. Cause so the the way it worked for us was like at, we played FaceTime Fest. We had that that hangout the next day at the beach. And then Evan had to be back at work Monday morning. And so he flew out that evening and flew home but me are the guy that come along is like our drum and guitar tech and 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 one of our other crew members drove the van back from you know california michigan yeah. and our plan was just to kind of take our time like i had used as kind of a little mini road trip vacation for myself like we'll stop you know see some sites you know i love the western half of the country that kind of a thing so yeah. we took a few extra days and i didn't get back until like the end of that following week and i legit like we we stayed in a couple of hotels and everything just minding our order and take out you know the whole deal <laughs> and get home go to bed, wake up to like unpack everything the next day. And like, all of a sudden it's like lockdown for the next three weeks. And unbeknownst to us, it was, ended up being, you know, did like, we ever come out of that? No. <laughs> Are we still in it? Is that still a thing? Yeah. Like, but yeah, it was, it was crazy. I think for all that, I mean, we were all in a bit different spots, but like, and you guys too, I, at least fine. you got to play some, yeah music from your record live yeah yeah we still haven't played a single song from our album live so what's that feel like <laughs> yeah. well, you know what you need to ask uh josh waltman um so our our lead guitar player so that's right uh, yeah so the last show that we played was in september of 2019 after that show we we sat down to finish 
you know, writing mm-hmm. and then going to the production recording of Taming Tongues, which we did that entire fall uh, up to Christmas time. When was it that we played with you guys? In, uh... It was like a month before that. It was in August, okay. August yeah. 2019. Yeah. So then, um, you know, his wife. <laughs> oh, poor Josh. Um, so Josh is Josh is a meticulous planner. Like he's the one that keeps us on schedule. Mm-hmm. Like we must meet these deadlines, fellas. Right. So literally, he plans his life out. So literally, <laughs> he planned to oh, have no. to have the baby in March because <laughs> we knew that Face Down Fest happened in the fall, at and like around October. And then when Jason told us in early January, hey, Face Down Fest is going to be in March. We were like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> like you can't you can't plan, you know. And so then that's when, you know, we went through this whole dilemma of do we go ahead and release this, you know, at Face Down Fest? And, you know, I never really want to play music without those guys um, ever. You know, if it was something where like somebody decided to walk away, um, you know, I think I think that we all would, and we may do music, you know, separately, you know, in, in different endeavors, but uh, just not as dense. No, you, you can't, man. It's just too. It's it, we're it's it's a it's a four way partnership. You know, we all do. We all it's you know it's like one of those tug of war games, right? Where we're like all on the rope, and when somebody gets tired or is getting burnt out, the next person just swaps it swaps places in front and, and takes on some of the load for that season. But, uh, but man, he, he hasn't played sh- a show. We have not played a show together as dens, uh, for you know, a year and a half. It, it, it was because it you was guys, insane. cause you guys had a fill in on that tour. Cause we had a, yeah, we yeah. had a fill in on that tour. He couldn't go, um, because, because of the baby. And, um, but yeah, it was, uh, I'm glad that we were able to do it. Um, blessed that we were able to do it. Um, being with war of ages, being with you guys, um, at face down fest, um, something I'll never forget. And, you know, it just, it just kind of made that entire thing. It just, just this timeless thing, you know, it's just yeah. etched, etched in our memories. We'll, you know, yeah. we'll never forget that. That's very true. I think like for us and and I know y'all had a, a, at least a few shows after that, but for us, like that's one of the things I, and I've said it a couple of times before on these episodes when we've had some of the, some of our face down family on and like, <sighs> as much as it sucks and like i would have much rather have had us all like playing shows and touring or whatnot occasionally this past year like i'm glad that was kind of it like i know technically it wasn't like the last show for you guys but like i'm I'm glad that was kind of like the big send-off like into this year of chaos because i at least got to look back on like man like that was such being there together with everybody like having jason and virginia and the whole crew there like it it was so great and like um i like that's like one of the few things like getting to think about that and then look forward to like how sweet that's gonna be like once this thing is over and you know i think it's you know i haven't haven't heard anything yet so we're not you know breaking any 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 like news headlines or anything but like i'm assuming you know there's there's a pretty big anniversary coming up next year for for face down so i'm hoping you know we'll be together again and (laughs) and so it's it was a good cap to kind of kind of leave on but you're right and and i think you touched on one thing that i know we mentioned we uh we wanted to talk about before this was how how 
much of a team you guys are outside of the studio, but also we were talking about how there there's not not every band writes together like you guys do either. Like a lot of it, like physically, like a reason for that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. But like literally, like I remember when we first hung out too, you talking about how like you guys, I mean, you have that awesome studio in your house and it makes it really convenient. Like, but you guys will literally get together and, and hash everything out and like bring parts together and sit there and work on them and, and yeah. throw ideas back and forth. Whereas I think a lot of people, especially in the age of technology we're in now, will just kind of be like, Oh, Hey man, like emailed you over a little riff. I wrote, let me know what you think. Like, and, and just like bounce things back and forth that way, which is cool. But like how, so how's, has that been something you guys have always done? Is it just kind of seemed to work best for you guys? Um, or so our typical, part, and we've, we've been doing that bounce back and forth thing. You know, um, the, the funny thing is, is like um, Josh is uh, Josh Paulman. He's super, super smart, super intelligent. Uh, but he's one of these people. It's like, you know, his, his, the compartments in his brain, like he put specific things in there. And like, <laughs> if it doesn't, you know, if he doesn't need to know it, he doesn't put it in there. And so like the tech stuff, like setting up like the audio, like a microphone at his house, like I took him a computer and I, I, you know, he did, he did a lot of it himself. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm just, you know, just joking on him. But I uh, have to have each of the separate individual yeah. members of Dens on to talk about this topic. <laughs> oh, we haven't got, we haven't got to Brandon yet. We'll just wait. Yeah. But, you know, like, so we, you know, we'll bounce files back and forth like that just because he's, he's the one that lives two hours away from us. But yeah. um, typically, you know, like I, I was listening to uh, some of the other episodes, you know, um, Chris from Fall Star. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we're talking about like the voice memos and like that, uh, yeah. the, the doing the whole voice memo, uh, like secret track or something like that. And how, <laughs> like, you know, you, Evan, you said your wife, you know, you don't want her to, I don't want either. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you, there's some. There's some bad stuff in there, but it's just like, dude, I relate so much to that, you know, whispering stuff. I'll be out on a construction site or something. And I'm like, Oh man, that like, I hummed that in my head. I'm like, I got to run in my van real quick. And I'm like whispering my phone. Like, <laughs> and then I'm like trying to make out later. Like, what was that melody? Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I do that. And uh, you know, I, I'll jam some stuff on the guitar, get, get a little, you know, kind of a little skeleton uh-huh. you know, framework together. And then, um, yeah, to to do like like get it all final, um, we 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 sit down all together. Um, you know, we'll we'll demo it apart. You know, add our different parts in there, and then we'll listen to it together, refine it together. Uh, but the biggest thing that we do mostly all together is lyrics. Um, I don't I don't wow. write the lyrics by myself um, at all. Um, I write the melody. Um, I I feel um, you know that's I feel kind of good about doing that. Um, but I don't, I don't do lyrics myself. See, that seems and, even more overwhelming to me than the idea of writing the music together. Because I, I, I was in a band before that had four members and we, uh, we didn't necessarily write the lyrics together, but there was sort of like a review process for the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember like just coming and opening my notebook and just being like, and, and reading them or, or humming them along or singing them along and just thinking like, just please let me get through this verse. And of course it'd be like, so what did you mean when you said this? So I oh, have, oh, no. I don't, I don't know that I have heard, and I'm sure there's somebody else out there that does it, but I don't know if I've heard somebody 
um, talk about. And we definitely, you know, we try to dive into the creative process on this show. I think this is the first time that we've had somebody say that the band actually writes lyrics together. What is that? Like, what does that look like from like a practical side? Um, so we have like, all right. So, so for Taming Tongues, right. We, we had that, um, initial idea, um, and you know, uh, JT and you know what, first of all, um, his name is Josh too. Um, two right, Josh's. Right. <laughs> I'm the guy that always gives people nicknames. Like when I came to, um, I, when I, I went to private school for just for high school, but like when I got to that school, all those kids had been together since kindergarten. And there was this one kid there, his name was David. And I started calling him Dave and his name changed to Dave. Everybody called him Dave. They had always called him for like eight years, David, but I got there and just started calling him Dave. Um, so like I gave us just, you know, JT for short. And, uh, then everybody starts calling him JT, like on the face down group and everything. Like they were also kind of offended now that we don't have nicknames. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We can work on that. Right. We can work on that. I I mean, it'd probably be like Jess. Like I just use, I usually do like the short. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Dave to David is like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Like like I usually do like the the short stuff. Um, but yeah. But like everybody refers to him as JT now and no one ever called him JT ever. I just did it because, you know, when I'm talking to you guys and I'm saying Josh and Josh. Right. Like, yeah, that's a lot. Josh, JT, you know, yeah. Thompson. but uh, but yeah. So anyways, we uh, J- Josh, JT had the uh, had the framework for Taming Tongues, you know, had the whole, you know, he's he's usually our visionary, like our concept guy. Um, he's usually the one that's like forward thinking, like I, I, I wanted to do this. I'm thinking this, 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 and this, um, uh, Josh Waltman is, um, he's got like, he's working on his doctorate. He's got like six master's degrees. He's like, just, but he's the coolest man. He's the coolest guy ever. Um, um, he's written like a couple books, but he's just really good with words. <laughs> no big deal. Just... No big deal. Um, <laughs> That's why he got no to keep Josh and other Josh had what's to change really, to JT, what's, right? He's <laughs> what's really funny. What's really funny is he wrote this like uh, dictionary for Southern Virginia slang. Like oh, words that words that Southern Virginians use. Like he wrote like this dictionary called, I think it's called Southside slang or something like that. Um, you got to send it to us the next time for the next time we come back. So we know Amazon. how to, okay. So next time when, when, when there's the dead space in between songs and we yeah, play another show together, you're yeah, just going to be cringing. Right. Evan's just or when I go to, when I, there, when I try like, to go to, when I try to go to cookout and try to order there, people are staring at me like, book. who is this Yankee yeah. that doesn't know how to talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can totally use this. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like, so, but he doesn't, he can't really write like a, like a, like to a melody. And okay. so like okay. we, we've played in, uh, most of us played in bands together before, um, uh, me, Josh and JT all played in the band in college. And, um, what I used to have, uh, Josh Waltman do was like, uh, what I I'd get a couple papers that he wrote, right? Like he wrote them for some theology class or whatnot. And I would just like pick different little phrases and things out and stitch things together that made the idea flow okay. and it worked with work with the melody. So, um, so yeah, so we do that, but huh. literally we went to our, our hideout in West Virginia and, um, we were just sitting there and we were, it was, uh, they, and they is a very personal song for us, just our interpersonal conflict. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, you know, people saying, saying stuff and then people not taking it the right way, you know, and it, 
iMessage only makes that worse. Yeah. You know, because you don't get body language oh, or any of that. It's a very timely song for sure. Yeah. But he sat there in the chair and we were just talking about the concept of the song and, you know, what we wanted the idea of the chorus to be. And he just wrote out, don't say the same words like the last time. They don't mean the same to me. Don't assume my aim just like the last time. You might mistake what I mean. And he just wrote that whole thing out in about five minutes. Wow. And I was like, I just, I sing it, did that little repeat. And I was like, I had the melody. I already had that melody, but I right. had no word for it. And I was like, here's the syllable count. Make something work there. And that's what he came back with. And that's what stuck. Um, so yeah, we butt heads a lot. Um, but when it comes to the lyrics, man, the biggest thing is we're all mostly on the same page. We're okay. not like, we're not like vastly apart, right. you know, and, and that, that just comes from, you know, you know, interpersonally, you know, we're, we're, we're brothers, you know, I don't have any siblings. Okay. <laughs> I'm an only child. Um, these guys are literally my, my children, this, these are their uncles, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're my brothers and, um, and, you know, I love them to death. And, you know, I think, I think that we work well together. Yeah, definitely. That's all. And I, I mean, you can see that through, um, through taming tongues for sure. And so the idea then was already in place to have it sort of be, I don't want to call it a concept album, but we're with the titles uh, going through and kind of giving the, you know, I guess sort of what you would call the thesis statement for, for the album sort of sure. that was in place first. And then you guys wrote from there yeah. or, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, we, we were just on the tail end of no small tempest. Um, mm -hmm. We were actually recording the music video for dead rise and we, uh, took a break, went out to the beach and we're sitting there. And that's when JT kind of pitched this, this idea for this next record. And I think that was like 2018. And, um, you know, we started working on it from there, but yeah, we definitely, you know, I know how like, De um, no small tempest was a, was a concept, you know, that was written around Jonah. So you were really, really confined within those chapters, like of Jonah, like what it was, what those songs were going to be. And so we wanted something that was like, it, it, it went to a central location but it, it could kind of be loose, yeah. you know, like keep could be a love song, you know, because mm -hmm. it, it, because it, it, you know, yeah. our words are, you know, vows, you know, things like that. Um, keeping promises, you know, all that had to do with speech and, and, and the tongue and things like that. So um, I liked it that way that it was, it, it had, it, it all was cohesive and we brought it back to a, to a main theme, but it could also be this kind of uh, loose, loose thing too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people really identified with, with that. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, there's, if you have that framework in place and you're talking about, you know, these words that obviously are, are generic parts of speech, you know, like they and are, and, and things like that, you can go in a lot of different directions with that. Yeah. So yeah, I like mean, are, like, what the heck are we going to do for are? <laughs> yeah. Was that, was that difficult Dude, trying to relate that back that. or Cause it's almost like you have, so many options. I mean, I personally, I don't think I've ever come up with a title for a song before I had at least the, the subject matter in mind. Uh, sometimes the title comes sooner than other times. You know, sometimes you got a working title until, you know, Jason is literally like, guys, come on. I need like I need this stuff. You send it to me. But, the, but oh, we had the working title long. And yeah, advance. yeah. That's I mean. And then you sort of wrote from from there. Was that I mean, is that something you guys have ever done before? Or was that kind of a brand new no, that was, uh, that was just brand new. That was just kind of how it happened. Um, you know, no small tempest was definitely not like that. You know, we had the, yeah. the content first and then we kind of named it from, from there. Um, 
I kind of enjoyed having the titles. I kind of enjoyed because um, I didn't feel completely confined. Right. Right. I mean, a lot of these words could kind of be whatever, you know, you, you know, you really needed them to be, um, you, you know, foolish, right. We could, you know, we're going to write about foolishness. Right. Um, and, and you could just, there's different things that go along yeah, with that. Idea. Like keep, like you could write about how I hoard corn dogs in my closet right. and my wife doesn't know about it. It's just, you know, yeah. and I just pull one out when as soon as she leaves for work, I just, you just keep them. I just keep them. Yeah. I just keep them there. <laughs> you could have written about that. You didn't. <laughs> Maybe you didn't you know about ask, it until now. You can ask Joe what he hoarded in our in our in our dorm room. Oh no! Oh no! Are you gonna sell them out or <laughs> no? Okay, all right, we'll have to buy that. that Another got, episode. That, nah, that man's got stories on me. No, nah, we're good. We're My talking. wife literally just opened the door. <laughs> she gave me a look like, "What? There's what in your closet?" <laughs> oh that's great yeah another oh, thing yeah. that jesse and i were though, talking about though we do live by quite the uh quite the important tour motto when pertaining to corn oh yeah, yeah so that is very relevant that's probably why she thought you might be serious right oh nclb are you talking about nclb yeah nclb yeah uh no corn dog left behind so um if you see one so, on a gas station roller grill it's your you it's have your to buy it. ethical responsibility <laughs> to take it with <laughs> my uh my my son came up to me last night and he was like super distraught and he was like dad i, I don't know what to do and i was like what are you talking about what's going on and he was like all right for lunch mom said we could have little those little corn dogs and then she said that she was gonna make me something else but we could have it for dinner but then she never made it for dinner oh I'm no like, are, you, are you kidding me like I was like, dude, first of all, we had Chick-fil-A, which is like right. <laughs> three and ten times better than flipping corn dog. I was like, dude, just go to bed. You can have them sometime tomorrow. I don't care. I'm not going to be here. You know? How old is your son? Uh, he's seven. Oh, that's a big deal to a seven-year-old. <laughs> a, a, yeah. a promised corn, an unrequited corn dog. Corn dog. <laughs> they, were corn, hey, they were corn dog bites. Next next time we uh, come yeah. by y'all's house and, and visit, we're going to bring a box of corn dogs. Yeah, we'll show up, we'll show up with a box for sure. Yeah, you'll be yeah, you'll be his new heroes. <laughs> you'll be like Ben's who American <laughs> So something else that Jesse and I were talking about um, before this was you guys obviously have the studio there. Are, which are you in the control room right now? Is that where you're hanging out? I am. Okay, I thought I recognized the the backing the backdrop there from when we yep, from when we spent the night right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> um. So you guys have that dynamic. So where you you track there and then and then did you send the stuff out to be mixed then is that how that worked yeah we did okay so yep. what is that like then without like a producer, producer involved in yeah like we i mean oh man that's a yeah that's a great question <laughs> um yeah so we all kind of act as the producer which is okay which is great um <laughs> you know, it's something that we've always um you know it's something that we've always um talked about you know and maybe we'll do that um i think that that's probably probably you know maybe if there is a missing link um somewhere the missing link you know maybe next time we do a record we get a producer to do it it doesn't it sucks and then we can just blame that guy be like hey well what we changed was we got a producer and that's why it sucks i'm sorry guys that's true. We'll, we won't do that next time right right that's right. one um, benefit the other thing i like I had a, I was kind of curious about, it's like, I was telling him and I was like, yeah. Cause I, I can think of a lot of times where like me and him were maybe like, I was thinking like 
this this bridge should end this way or like we yep. should end the song here we shouldn't go back into the chorus like whatever and we were on different pages about that and and our producer matt who who did this last record would you know would turn to us or the guys who had done the guy who had done the previous eps would turn to us and be like you know what no trust me it, it sounds best this way he would either either side with me or evan or have his own take on it and he would be able to kind of be that yeah the tiebreaker kind of, the tiebreaking the tiebreaker yeah or like or that voice of reason of like hey yeah. no, guys trust me stop like we got this so i was curious of if like is that something you think you guys m- not miss i guess per se but like do you see those kinds of discussions a lot and think that might be a benefit or do you think it's a benefit to not have that person there? Cause it might create more conflict for you guys. Yeah, no. All right. So when we did from small seeds, um, we recorded that mostly here, but then I went to Nashville to do the vocals oh, okay. with Brandon and we worked with, um, with Jason Belcher from um, what was the Ember days. Okay. Um, I don't know if you, if you guys remember the, or knew, yeah, knew of the yeah. Ember. my old band played, um, played with them. Okay. Um, so the song hope bringer, right. Um, we walked in, that was a song that we had had from another band. Okay. Um, we actually played that song live one time as dens. And this, this guy like was just so mad at us for playing that song. And he was like, that's another band song. You rip that off from them. And like, he was just going to town. So we're like, yo, 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 dude. We we are that band. We just changed our name. Like we wrote that song. It belongs to us. Oh, no. But thank you for protecting. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. You should be hey, like Mr. Copyright. We appreciate should be like that. a patent attorney or something. Yeah. Um, but we we went. I took that song to Nashville, and it, it didn't have like the chorus. And um, he was like, "Man, this song is really missing a chorus." And um, so I went back to the hotel room that night and wrote the chorus for that song. And um, you know, I saw a great value in that, you know, and, and I do wonder sometimes there are things that we missed. Um, I, I tried to take all of that knowledge um, from from that experience, from the experience, um, you know, with Matt Bayless, the first the first go around, because what we did is we recorded it, sent it to him and then got feedback from him. Gotcha. Um, so he kind of did that role um, more in No Small Tempest than in um, Taming Tongues. I just kind of applied all of the notes from the first go around. To taming tongues okay and then he really didn't like give us any feedback so i was like i guess we're okay um <laughs> but yeah i do I, I, I wonder if we miss that sometimes um but i I, forgot, I was looking i was trying to look up um the title for the i got a songwriting book that that we that we all kind of read and it was a songwriting framework um and it really really helped uh shape um how we wrote taming tongues okay um it, it really in a in a big way. And it helped us, um, really write those verses, choruses, you know, I'm a big, I'm a bridge guy. Like I write a bridge and like every freaking song, but (laughs) you know, I I read that book and it was like, you know, really the bridge should only be there when, you know, either it's this little turn in the song or you're really trying to like take, you know, it's really not something that you need to do in every song. And uh, so we try not to do that. And um, just like how you write pre-courses and, you know, that lift in they, right. Where it's like, so sorry if I, you know, where it kind of lifts up there, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. that was kind of an idea that was spawned from reading that book. Cool. Um, so that really kind of helped. So all of those things, 
Um, I'm going to go back and listen to the record again now with with that in mind and try and pick out where I think, yeah. ah, Sean was about to write a bridge here, but he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, something that, that, that was in that book that made a ton of sense to me was um, he, he uses the imagery of, of a song is like kind of like a house and you're inviting people into this house and you're taking them room to room, you know, and this room is the verse, and this room's the chorus, and this room's, you know, the, the post-chorus or whatever. And you're trying to give people something that they, you know, somewhere that they can rest, somewhere they can sit down, somewhere that's like um, relatable to them, right? Like if every room or every song is like a middle school dance, where like everyone just feels so awkward, <laughs> and stiff, you know, because you're not giving anybody anything to relate to in the song, then it's just going to be this awkward mess, you know, what an and, analogy. you know, <laughs> and so I look at a song like R and I was, you know, R when we wrote it, I never thought R would be as popular as R was with people. You know, it's like one of everybody's favorite songs. Yep. I just wouldn't pick that. I wouldn't have guessed that. But when I look at it and I look at how we wrote it and I look at, you know, kind of what was, in that book, I was like, man, that makes a ton of sense because in, in, in each part of that song is just something that everyone can relate to. You bring them in and it's like, you know what? I, I can relate to feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders. I can relate to you not feeling good enough, being afraid to fail, you know, and it's just one of those things, you know, I want to be consistent. You know, everybody wants to do that. Everybody, you know, nobody wants to be a hypocrite. Um, and, and I just, I see that now. And uh, that was that was just super helpful in in writing the record. That's awesome. And I mean, in a way, when you're willing to do the kind of legwork that you guys have done um, in terms of demoing, in terms of considering everybody's opinion and valuing everybody's opinion, not just trivially considering it uh, and, you know, reading together a, a songwriting book in a way you sort of. Um, you've sort of created a producer, you've sort of created like an abstract producer, you know, it, it, because yeah. that, you know, those things are, you know, the job, I mean, the, the, I guess the stereotype about musicians or creatives in general would be, you know, the people with the ideas who don't necessarily always know how to execute them uh, in the most effective manner or in the manner that's going to be the most well-received by other people. Um, but when you have kind of considered a lot of those factors, um, you are doing a lot of the work that a producer would do. And, and maybe it would be interesting in the future yeah. to, to see, you know, what it would be like, even if it was just for some of the, you know, the little kind of tips and, and tricks and, you know, different sort of studio flair that they can add and stuff. There was like a couple of those things where like, there was a couple songs we we obviously had a lot more and again we this it's a, i guess it would be a little different for us only having the couple of members but we we obviously had a lot more production like synth and like orchestral stuff on this past record than we did before and so there were a couple times where Matt, our producer, was able to use his expertise. He had he had done the last couple, like being as an ocean records, and really like worked on on that kind of side of things with them. And um, he was able to step in and say, "We were like, we know we want there to be something like something here. Like we we got to fill this out. Like we know we want there to be this big orchestral part, but like we didn't 
really necessarily that wasn't our kind of area of expertise we hadn't done that a lot before and he was able to step in and like oh hold on let me pull up this plug in let me play this part on my keyboard real quick all right what do you think about this and we would be like oh that's so sick like we would have never come up with that like and and so there's little things like that um that I think it I mean at least for us has helped but I can also see too where they're they're there's a benefit to have having like, like you guys do being able to sit in the room together, be able to hash things out together all the way through the process. And then to be able to, like you said, send things off and kind of get that feedback, that structural feedback on what you did. And I, I, it kind of makes me wonder, you know what, we got to swap creative creative methods. uh methods <laughs> for our next yeah. records like you guys got to bring someone in and then we got to try me and evan got to try and go sit in a cabin somewhere and like <laughs> yeah. write a whole record together yeah, yeah. dude I'm, I'm gonna tell you what if, if i wrote songs myself they'd suck <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm serious man like things are so much better in community you know um just like just the creative process is so much better in community. And um, man, that's just something I love about writing music. You know, I, I'm the kind of person that it's never good enough for me. Um, like, like my writing, I have, I have tons of stuff that no one has ever heard and they'll never hear it because it's crap. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just me. Like, you know, except for be, us, you're going to show us next time we come over. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I'd record stuff all day long and it'd never see the light of day, you know, but like, you know, I've got a, I've got a, a team of brothers behind me that were like, you know, okay, he's into it. He's into it. He's into it. Okay. It, you know, you know, they like it, yeah. you know, and you know, they think it's good. I'm good with that, man. I don't know what I'd do if I tried to like, I, that is so true. If I tried to, if I tried to, you know, record drum parts or write a rhythm part for for a song without like evan and or our our producer in the room with me it would never get done (laughs) it would never get done nothing would ever be heard because i wouldn't because i i I won i know evan will be honest with me even though drums aren't like his if he doesn't like something he's gonna tell me like i'm not feeling it but i also know if both evan and whoever the producer is are looking at me and being like dude because like you said i am never i don't i very rarely like anything i do <laughs> like at the end of it i'm like i'm always like there i could have done something better but dude, if i know they're oh both looking at me and they're both saying like dude no that was sick trust me you nailed it i'm like yeah all right like good we'll move on like i know there was one day uh on this record track and drums that brandon came in he'd had a long day at work and man he was just not like his just brain wasn't there mm-hmm. and he wasn't like he was getting frustrated he was you know it just it, it was it was crap and i just i stood up from the desk and i looked through the glass i said go home yeah. <laughs> go home and we'll, we'll do this again yeah. later. I, I think him and i caught into it a little bit uh on that but you know i was just like hey man you you need to go you need to rest you know and, and i i think like calling each other out um sometimes with that you know it helps i know they call me out all the time on stuff <laughs> well then you know, like, then you're you're right you change this one thing right. <laughs> and that's like that changes my guitar part that i spent like four months writing and did 600 <laughs> takes on you're not changing it. 
but that but i mean that does come back to what you said about each of you kind of taking a role as a yeah. producer and that's really cool and i and i think you know that's something that in jesse in in my experience um you know to really get the most out of it you really have to let the, the producer into that community like you said that creativity is is a community yeah. process and if you're not willing to trust somebody and let them in then it's not worth doing and you guys should stick with what you're doing you know i, I think one of the like jesse was saying with some of those orchestral and synthy kind of parts that we haven't done a ton of in the past um you know one of the cool things i was able to do is um so our song the water will rise I did all of the the synths and strings and all that stuff for it and just kind of went crazy. Uh, and then when it was time to do The King is Alive, uh, I had kind of all these ideas that were inspired by that, that I wanted to go back and do. And I just like, just didn't have the bandwidth or the energy. I had just poured everything that I had into doing that one. And I just left it completely blank. It was just the the demo that the producer heard was, was, you know, drums and, and guitars and, and, and stuff like that. And that was it. Um, and, but then just going back to him and saying like, see everything that I did on this song. Like, this is what I'm looking for, but I've just am so tapped out like on uh, lyrics and guitars and, you know, vocals and all those things that I just don't like, my brain is just, it's just not producing that right now. And so he was able to look at the framework that I kind of built out. And so if you listen to those two songs, while one of them obviously has sort of like a minor chord feel and the other one's more of like a major chord feel, you can hear some of the same orchestral elements. And those were kind of brought to the table by two completely different people so it was just sort of having that faith in somebody to let them into the process um and become kind of part of our creative community for that album and so yeah i guess i would just say if, if you guys going forward if you don't find a person that you feel like you can do that with then it's not worth yeah. it and you should just keep it as it yeah. is because you're 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 all effectively serving as a producer you know when you're able to stand up and tell somebody like hey man you don't have it today like it's not your fault if it ain't broke yeah exactly i mean that's 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 really cool and we've talked to a lot of people on this podcast about their creative process uh, both musicians and otherwise and i think this is you guys definitely have have shared the most collaborative approach that we've heard from um from anybody that we've that we've spoken to so far yeah and we're already changing up our approach for the next project cool you know, just a little bit. So, well, and I know uh, um, we don't want to kind of blow the whole lid off of it, but do you want to, uh, do you want to give us maybe you, a little, how do you want it to Right. Yeah. What, what can you tell project. us about the, the, the upcoming project? So, all right. So there March 6th is the one year anniversary of, uh, of Tame and Tongues. Yep. And, um, you know, we, we still, we still really love that album. Something will be happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Uh, you know, so, you know, we were disappointed that, you know, we didn't just like you guys, you know, we didn't get to, you know, do a bunch of shows like playing that out. Um, you know, we were looking forward, you know, to doing that, um, especially with, with Josh. Um, and, uh, you know, how, how timely and prophetic, you know, that was for 2020, you know, we didn't even like that, just like you guys in your record, you know, <laughs> like you could have never like just expected what was going to happen no. and, 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 you know, what was going to happen in our society, in the world in general, and just how those things, you know, my, my default, uh, when somebody asked me a question, you know, like controversial that I'm, that I just like, don't want to comment on. It's like, <laughs> Hey man, even foolish men are wise when they learn to keep quiet. So that's, that's all I have to say about that. Well, it ended up being you know? a great, yeah. Great thesis statement for this year for sure. But yeah, I'm telling you, um, you know, we believe in the message of that. Um, 
And we believe that the message of that record, you know, really transcends even the medium of that record. You know, um, there's a lot of like rock yelling, you know, screaming, you know, things like that. Yep. Um, but we really wanted to do something that kind of made that record a little more accessible for people. Um, and made it a little more, you know, kind of stripped down, kind of stripped back, um, type deal. So, you know, we kind of, we have an anniversary present for everybody, um, on, uh, on and around March 6th. So just stay tuned <laughs> this for will, that. This, this will probably uh, come out a couple days ahead of time. Yeah. I'm looking uh, at the calendar right now. So if you guys, if you guys are listening to, or watching this, you're going to have like one or two days, three days. Till, it looks like, to, it looks like this will come out days. on Wednesday, Wednesday, uh, March 3rd. And then the 6th. So that Friday then? 4th, 5th? No, that Saturday. Yeah, that so Friday or Saturday? Sometime that yeah, weekend. That just, weekend. Yeah. 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 Go. You know what? Here, here's, here's a good. Go like. You guys, you guys aren't doing anything with your weekends. Yeah. Whoever's you listening, I know you're not doing anything. <laughs> so so roll out of bed, unplug your phone, and, and pull it back into bed and look at Den's social media. Exactly. Yeah. You know, follow us, like us on Facebook, follow us there, follow face down. Cause they'll be, they'll be a part of it too. Yep. Only half of us can too. go anywhere right now. So right. like right, the right. other half of you legitimately have no excuse. Right. So all right. I'll say is, you know, we, we haven't done like put in a bunch of time doing like live stream stuff or anything like that, but we haven't been sitting on our hands for the, for the last half of 2020. So we've been putting together um, a good, a, a good content package for everyone to awesome enjoy, laugh at, um, I don't hot know. sauce. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've, I've still not yet tried the hot sauce. What? I, what? How is that possible? Yep. I just, I don't like spicy stuff that oh, much. Okay. Well, here's, here's the thing. I feel like you guys started something with that and now you're going to have to follow it up with every record. Like people were so all over that hot yeah, sauce. Yeah. Could we get like maybe a nice Caesar dressing with the next album? Some sort of like, uh... Dude, yeah, I'd like to talk Chick Fil A into like doing a specialty sandwich or something like that. That'd be great. That'd it make would. my life. Yeah, like, I'd quit music. Seriously, I'd quit music just that. put the stamp. I just I've always call it call it complete, call it complete. I've at that always point. said I, I I would know I made it in in the entertainment industry when when Sean Evans asked me to be on on Hot Ones doing asked us to do an episode of the Hot Ones YouTube show that he does. Oh, you like I watch that all the time. Just see these musicians and and actors just just sweating buckets trying to do an interview through these through these hot wings. I got I also you know what that makes me think why hasn't he featured we need to pitch him the Den's hot sauce. Yeah, we really do for the show. Yeah, cu- just a couple of couple of Sean's spicing it up. I don't know about that. But, uh... <laughs> All right. Well, we it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Taste it for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a... it. Would be a good time. Yeah, dude. We should have thought. They may even that. be sitting in my garage. I don't. Yeah, I know. I we should have thought about that for that for this episode. But in lieu of that, since we don't have that for entertainment, um, as as you know, anybody who listens to the show is aware. Anytime that we have. Uh, somebody on who has a musical background. The 26th of you that listened to yes, this show. The 26. It was 23 last episode. Now we're up to 26. So um, anytime that we have anybody like that on, um, we like to sort of reminisce 
and um pine for the days when live music will be back and, the, and pine yes pine and the tree pine we yes we like to we like to look forward and uh the best way that we have found to do that is to look back on some crazy uh or funny or ridiculous or whatever it may be tour self-deprecating self-deprecating yes that's ones that we pulled us. out that's, so so uh do you have do you have anything for us anything that can make us remember the glory days uh back when live music uh existed yeah i've got a couple things so okay. i've been listening to a couple i've been listening to the episodes sweet and, uh, okay so I, this, I is, this is also your chance to tell us which one of your bandmates showered the least on your tour last yeah 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 far away far away the whole the whole trip to west virginia like six days he stayed in the same clothes um he never showered and he was oh, like i'm not man. gonna take these off because like they're holding the smell in and he play uh, in those clothes that's so crust punk of yeah him. yeah i mean that's all the time yeah i mean like when we were doing that writing the record thing like he did not shower that entire time and so i was like hey you know maybe that's one of those things like you said you know if it's not broke don't right. fix it. right yeah 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 like, if you get, he's not if allowed you get, to shower if you get another uh, taming you know. tongues out of it then yeah don't change the thing but can't change it um but yeah so i was thinking about a couple things um all right so number one i'm not allowed to book hotels anymore uh for anything um so we'll do this every once in a while um oh, no like my, my wife usually goes with us. So okay. she usually like is booking the Priceline stuff and is like finding the deals. And right. that's just, she does that. So I booked it one time and I was like, all right, it's a two star. Like it's cool. Like it ain't no big deal. <laughs> it was an Econo Lodge in uh, near, uh, I was in York, Pennsylvania. I, and we know all about York, Pennsylvania. We've seen, yeah, you know, we, we have God. a friend that <laughs> we've stayed there before. Actually, sketchiest place in America. I'm just, I'm serious. Like, I didn't, didn't think that was like you're you're not that far from the Amish. Like, how sketchy <laughs> York be? But then there it is. Um, oh man, we got haircuts but, in York. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. we did. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get scalped in York. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, but we walk up to this Econo Lodge, and it's like midnight, and. There's no one in the lobby. And then all of a sudden, this, I mean, the creepiest guy I've ever seen in my life just comes out from behind the desk. And he's like, just like giving us like this, this deadpan look and he just slides the keys across the desk. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Went up to the rooms. Like there were literally like, there was blood on the walls. Whoa. Like it was red. Like there was like, dude, like either somebody like sprayed V8 juice all over the wall or, <laughs> or somebody got tongue <laughs> Yeah. We literally called another hotel next door and they were like, we have no rooms. The only one that we have has no furniture in it and it has no AC. And we were like, can we all fit in there? We were seriously considering doing it. So by that time it was like two in the morning and we were like, all right, we're just going to go to bed. Literally my wife and I slept on top of the sheets with our, all of our clothes on. (laughs) And we're just like laying there at, you know, it was awful. So yeah, so I'm not allowed to book hotels anymore. Um, uh, Brandon has fallen off the stage um, before, not actually during um, a, uh, like us playing, but like set up his drums. And it was, it was uh, one of those, uh, a similar story to what Shane had mentioned yeah, about going off the back off. of the stage. It was one of those things where like Brandon was there and then he just disappeared. <laughs> I was like, where the heck did he go? But like Brandon's one of these guys that like will get hurt very easily. Like we were in softball practice for our church, which we don't do anymore. Um, probably for, for this, this reason. reason yeah. <laughs> it was the first practice we ever had. 
and he was playing first base and somebody like hit a foul ball down the first baseline, a foul ground ball down the first base. And he dove for it. <laughs> he trips over first base and he gets a hematoma no. <laughs> on his leg. I had to take him to patient first and we get to patient first and like the whole thing, it like got infected or something. He had to have it lanced and it was like grape jelly in there. Oh, dude. dude it was, Nasty. I was like, why did you, why did you do that? This was but, a ground, um, yeah. a foul ground ball. Does he know the foul rules? Ground okay. ball in practice, Evan. It was in practice. Okay. It's and we're like, talking dude, about like slow pitch church. We're talking right? about, we're not, we're, we're not. talking about like old guys in baseball or in softball. I'm just serious. Like, oh, dude, hey, you gotta, you gotta go 100% all the time. Yeah. He goes 100% like on the wrong thing. That's just, like, that's the cool thing about Brandon. It's like, he's a hundred percent, but it's like, he just has to focus like that hundred percent on, it's important, like we on like, important stuff like just, NCLB, just like no corn dog league. left behind. And you focus it on yeah. that. <laughs> we were, we were doing bounces back and forth with, um, with taming tongues. And he was like, the snare does not have the right amount of ring that I'd like for it to have. <laughs> and like, I went back and forth with Matt Bayless for days on the ring of the snare drum. <laughs> And I was like, I had to apologize to him after like the second day. I was like, Matt, this is not me. This is our drummer. Don't yell at me. This is our drummer. Don't shoot the messenger. It was like, dude, like, but it sounds great. I like it. I love it. Right. But it's like, dude, like. Doesn't have the right amount of ring. Yeah. Um, some of our stuff comes from from church uh, too. Um, I remember we were leading worship and um, I was praying for like the invitation or something. Yeah, and- for for Every, context real quick yeah. you guys you guys play if i'm not if i'm if i got it correct you guys kind of essentially almost are the worship team or crew at your church correct yeah yeah so i'm the i'm the i'm the worship and media pastor at our church and okay. brandon uh is on leadership there he plays drums so it's just the okay. two of us okay um that are there um from dens but um yeah, I remember um, like i'm in the middle of this prayer i'm like playing the guitar and everybody's coming up on stage Brandon steps up on the riser to his drums, literally trips, falls through his drum set. Like all the cymbals went everywhere and he turns around and he gets up and he's just like, he like looks at everybody. He's like, sorry guys. Sorry. And then he just sat down and cymbled his drums back together. Yeah. That's something out of um, a movie, you, man. Did you, did you, uh, the quiet did you pull that? Pr- I was just, I was just like this. Like seriously, dude. Like, it's, did you did you did you continue on with the prayer? Did you just try to play it I off? I, just, I think I just stopped for a while, and, and he was like, "Sorry, sorry, everybody, I'm sorry." And then every because everybody opened their eyes because they were like, right. you know, is there a gunman in here? You know, it's like, what was that? Is sound? there a marching band? <laughs> there, yeah. What the heck? Is there a chimp with symbols? <laughs> Where are all the people with the banners? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Got hold of him. I don't know. Um, we we used to call him Worship Eyes because um, he'd get into a song like we'd be leading and like we didn't play the tracks or anything way back in the day. Yeah, and we like leading, and the dude would close his eyes and get into the song, but he'd never stop, and he'd <laughs> never open his eyes. And like, like it wasn't until we were like through six choruses of how he loves 
So you're you're doing it like you're doing it like Hillsong style, like twelve minute songs. Yeah, so. yeah. He like opens one eye, and we're all just staring at him. You're like, dude, dude, we've repeated we've repeated the song four times now. Done <laughs> seventeen like, oh. outros. We've done you know forty seven bridges, which we know are your so thing he's now. Like, he's like just wailing at it, and then he opens his eyes, and he's like, da, da, da. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, we're winding it down. We're winding it down. Okay, I didn't know we were winding it down. <laughs> That's his uh, new nickname. Next time, next time I see him, I'm I'm just gonna call him Worship Eyes from now on. Worship Eyes, yeah. <laughs> so, next time we see um, him, we gotta get him on here so he can tell all the Sean stories because Sean. Yeah, we gotta Sean's... just do an individual <laughs> member of Dan's like. I'll tell you. Um, all right, so Josh Waltman's story was we we stayed in this um, house one time after a show, and it was this big open room uh, upstairs, and it got like. It was, it was pretty warm up there, but like me and the other guys were really comfortable. Like I like it kind of warm. Mm -hmm. Waltman does not. Okay. And so he's like, I'm going to go sleep. I'm going to open the door to the porch on the other side of the room. And I'm going to just kind of sleep halfway outside. <laughs> so he's in sh like, this is winter. He's in shorts, no shirt on. And he's just laid out on his deck. I kid you not. We woke up the next morning. It had snowed and he had snow all over his body i was like you not wake up like i'm literally he had snow on his chest he hadn't bothered to like move and brush it off no least. like he got up and his like still his, his imprint was there it was like a crime scene. he's training he's training for that show alone where they go out in the wilderness and they just got to stay there and oh my gosh that's great. um an embarrassing one for me was on the war of ages tour um so i'm very vanilla um you know like i just like I don't do a lot of, uh, I don't, I only curse a couple of times from stage, um, <laughs> yeah, right. just a few times. Uh, no, but like, I don't typically, you know, I don't do that. Uh, not that, you know, whatever. It's just not, not my thing. Right. It's just yeah. not my thing. So like, I don't know what we were talking about, but I was there with all the guys from War of Ages. And I just said that I said like the, the phrase, you know, like that was so BA. And I said that like said BA. BA. Yeah. Yeah. I said BA. Right. And we know what that is. But all of those guys laughed at me. They were like, I haven't heard that it's since middle school. And I was like, hmm, well. So I was like, yeah, uh, cool. <laughs> well, you know what I meant. I mean, like, uh, yeah, junior, you know, and like, I'm older than some of those guys. Right, right. And, yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. So now, so now Brandon's worship eyes and you're just Pastor Sean. Cause you know, yeah, you're always going to abbreviate. You're always going to abbreviate yeah. the curse words. Yeah. I'm vanilla hypes. That's what I am. <laughs> I just came S? up with that. What we the S is that. going on here? <laughs> what the H? Yeah. H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah. I told you guys to get the, uh, the, all the heckin' stuff out of this room. Dude. I did want to tell you though. Um, <laughs> I do have one story. It's from working, not from the band, okay. but it's just, Okay. So fine. Stories, all stories are welcome here. So stupid, crazy. So I, I do, I do, um, uh, contract work for like Lowe's and Home Depot, like private okay. contract work. So like I go into like people, customers' homes that like come in there and buy stuff and like, like install stuff. And, um, man, like you think people are nuts, like out in public, like just go to where they live, man. Like <laughs> it's dude, it literally it is turned me. Like I know Evan, you got a You got a couple of dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got a big one and so, a little one. Yeah. It has turned me off to animals. Like oh, I feel sorry man. for my kids. 
Like they're like, can we get a dog? I'm like, no, nah, because I've been, I know what dogs do, man. I've been in places when you let the dog go, the dog just goes and you never get that. You never get it back. Like, can we just get a fish? And I'm like, nah, like I've been in places. The fish tank was gross. Yeah. It turned into, nah, I smelled that thing. No, turned into the Kraken um, or something. But I went to this house and literally it's not far. Like I work in like our Metro area. So, I mean, like I, I can be an hour from home at any given time, but this was just like right down the street from me. I get, it was like just a, it was a storm door, like on the, like on the front of your house, right? Like this yeah, little yeah. glass thing outside of the house. So I get into the house and the guy's like, first of all, he opens the door and he's got this, he, he looks like Bob Ross. All right. So imagine Bob Ross, <laughs> yep, literally okay. with white hair. He's got a floral bib on <laughs> all the way like this. All of a sudden, I kid you not, this little parakeet flies out of the corner and lands on his shoulder. It's at that point, I realized the bib is for when the bird craps no. on his shoulder like he just he has the bib on so the bird won't oh, crap on his shirt no. i was like dude i would dumb and dumber that thing and just you know put the ping pong ball on top you know have all you know sparky over there in the corner you know oh, he don't need to fly and crap on my shoulder that's crazy we're not even to the good part <laughs> um, i was like hey where does this door go like front of the front or back of the house he's like no it goes inside and i was like you want to exterior storm door inside your house yeah i was like let me see where this goes so i walk in there he's like i want it on the hallway so it's like the wall you know like a sheetrock wall comes yeah yeah turns 90 degrees and goes down a hallway okay there's no door opening there at all it's just an opening to a hallway it's just the opening to a hallway he's like i want to mount it right here i was like dude why in the heck do you want this door here (laughs) So I turn around and I realize like his whole living room is full of these aquariums with like different little reptiles. So different oh, kind of no. little snakes, turtles, things like that. He's like, yeah, I got a, I got a 16 foot boa constrictor that lives in that side of the house. No. He was like, he's gotten really big. So I'm just giving him that side of the house, but <laughs> I don't, I want to be able to lock him in. There. And I was like, dude, if that snake is in this house right now, I'm out. Like, he got problems. And I kid you not, he was like, no, nah, he's at the vet. He's got a cold. A cold. A cold. He's got the sniffles. He's been blowing his know, nose man. a lot. Or- <laughs> I didn't know snakes could get cold. No, so they're cold blooded. So I didn't know that was. I, a- I put the door up for him, man. I put the door up for you him. You did it. And did you have to use some like out. extra frame or something to even, ha- I mean, how does this? No, I told him, I was like, dude, this is just like screws into the sheetrock, man. Like that snake hits this door. You're dead. Yeah. Like you're a goner. He's going to eat you. <laughs> and he was like, no, it's fine. Just do it. Oh, Whatever, man. man. Your funeral. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Been at places where like I opened the door and it was like two of those huge, um, like greyhounds. Yeah. Like, and like, my favorite line from people is, oh, they're just puppies. Oh, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. They're not puppies, yeah. man. They're like, I know that line. Oh, I know that line because that's come out of my mouth meet, because uh, I have. I gonna... uh... I'm like, dude, that's not a dog. That's like, that's a small horse. Yeah, I like, know. Just wait until you meet uh, Evan's Evan's little, little route. Yeah, I have 140-pound Great Danes. So. I mean, I'm fine <laughs> with it. Like, I'm fine with it. It's no big deal. But it's like when they're like growling and snarling and you're like, oh, it's just a puppy. Like, no. I'm sorry. That don't fly with me. He, oh, he no, would do that. that. He would just try to play with you. He thinks everybody's his friend. Well, so then the lady was like, they're, they're like motivational help dogs. Like we take oh. them to hospitals. And I'm like, if you brought that dog into my hospital room <laughs> and I just had my spleen cut out, I'd be like, doc, 
Just give me some Tylenol. Discharge. <laughs> it now. I am motivated. I am hey, hey, go. it's better than a 16-foot boa constrictor at that point, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, fair enough. If you had to him. pick, if you had to pick, do you pick the bird, the boa constrictor, or the the horse-sized dog? Well, the bo- bird will land on your shoulder, so. I'll pick the bird. Man. Yeah, but it'll poop on you. <laughs> but I'll open the door and just let it go. That's just what I'll do. It's like just fly away, man. Like be free. Like I, I believe in freedom. Yeah, if it's summer, I'll it's got free. it's got a good six weeks. And but other than that, it's probably <laughs> it's whatever. Probably... Soon oh, as he's man. out of sight, out of mind, man. That's like, great. Well, survive. I, I think that is probably the most unique story that we've had on here yet. So maybe we need to start expanding our story time to uh we are we have a tour story and a day job story because that was uh yeah that is that one's gonna be hard to top we're gonna have to go, we're gonna have to go in search of one to top that one but uh until uh until until dunn starts putting out a platinum records and and doesn't need the day job anymore. right 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 yeah. so maybe maybe we'll do snakes on t-shirts or something right and we'll probably think we're like satanic okay so one last thing before we before we uh say goodbye Trust for me, the we already then. get enough with the 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 fire on the american flag yeah yeah seriously seriously or, <laughs> yeah or the fact that that uh us and everything in slow motion dared to mention getting a beer together that was like bring on the negative uh itunes reviews at that point but anyways so as as we as we say goodbye tonight uh what uh what can people do to be ready for uh for this this surprise this anniversary surprise that we have coming what should they do you can cuddle up in your bed get your (laughs) taming tongues hot sauce and uh straw or you just sip on it yeah i mean jesse why don't you just like do the infomercial for it right just get like get a get like a suit jacket a tie and like your boxer shorts. i think oh, your i think your uh your fans would would uh would start to to run away quickly. i'm jesse gentry you may know me from such bands as american arson <laughs> it'd be great uh yeah as far as getting ready i don't know man um I'm self-deprecating. I never think anything's good enough. So I'd be like, don't get yourself, don't get like your hopes too high. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, well, we think you all had like had the record of the year last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So. It was for oh, me. It was for that. me. So. I mean, look, look at, look at who we were. I mean, no, no. Look at who we were up against. I mean, and we're, it's not, and it wasn't like a competition. It wasn't, but just Deathbreaker, you guys, everything in promotion. Yeah. Weathered. And Lightworker, I mean, yeah, dude, Lightworker had a great one. Yeah, I mean, Weathered's album was was phenomenal, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I kind of fell just left in the dust, man. But uh, uh not at all. I was, nah. Not at all. I'm just, I'm just uh, humbled to be a part of such an awesome family. Um, same here. You know, like the same way. seriously, like no one, no one is in any competition with each other, and everyone is just out for to, you know, for everybody's, everybody's good. Yeah, you know, that's how we feel too. That's cool. You know, yeah. I, I'm jealous of you guys. Um, I'm you know, like you guys know Shane Oshner. Um, like <laughs> Shane, Shane has no clue who I am. No, I, I, I guarantee true. you. He, I guarantee I, you he likes your music. I don't know. I promise. I don't know about that. But yeah, I was like, I'm when I met him at FaceTime, I was like, that's Shane. That's Shane. He's like, John? No, it's Sean. He's like, Bart? Okay, whatever you want to call me, Shane. You just call me that. That's fine. Yeah, dude, he's such a good front man. He's one of my favorite front men. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah dude, I'm just up there, man. Yeah, I mean, he just commands the room, but yeah. not like in like some arrogant way. But it's just like 
that guy's having fun. Yep. It's yeah, it's, it's catchy. We got a rad label here, man. We got a cool thing going on. So I'm excited for you guys to add to it with the mystery uh, project that'll be out only a couple days. I don't know if we're going to add to it or take away from it, to be honest (laughs) with you. So I'll just, I'll, I'll put it, I'll preface it this way. We did a thing and we just went all in on the direction of that thing. That doesn't mean that that's the direction that Dens is going. Right. Yeah. Before and everybody has a aneurysm about that. Yeah. No, right. I think, I think people will get it. I, I kind of know. And I think people will get it. So, well, by the time people hear this, they'll only have a couple days to wait and, uh, and, and then we'll all get to see what we're talking about. And I'm, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure people are going to love it. So um, before we get off real quick, uh, let everyone know where they can find you guys or you personally if, on social media or on the interwebs and all that. And we'll make sure to put all the links below the video. Yeah. So I'm like a, um, I'm like a 70 year old um, at heart. <laughs> like really that's like all I have is Facebook. Um, that's, that's really it. I mean, like, I think I have some other accounts like Twitter maybe, but like, I don't, I don't do that. Like, what is that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You're um, not missing just, much, yeah. man. Right. And all I do is like, just look at Facebook. Like I rarely comment on Facebook. Um, but you can find all of Denz's stuff at, at Denz Noise. So it's not Dense. It's not Dennis. Uh, it's not Dan. Uh, but it is Denz. Dennis Denz Noise. Noise. Dennis Noise. There's a merch. There's a merch idea for you. A yeah. t-shirt with all the different things that people call That's you. That's what you said. You know how people like get their tra- like their trailers, like they'll wrap it in something like, like, you know, Ed's power washing yep. or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. So, yeah. So literally down the street from me is this, this guy's company, Dan's taxidermy. <laughs> I was like, you should do you that. Need to buy, yeah. You need to buy you that trailer. Do that. Cause like, no one's going to be like, I want like a bear carcass. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not, you're it probably, yeah. I mean, I mean it's probably better than like in, a security camera system. You, you, you don't I'm telling you, you if you're yes. in York PA, you never know what, yeah, yeah. you never know. That's Stay true. Out of York and you'll be I'll, right. I'll walk out of the Econo Lodge at York and somebody uh, will be like sleeping <laughs> in like a bear carcass, like bear grills or something. To our friend Martin, <laughs> sorry we're bagging on your hometown in this one, but uh, you you yeah. know just as well. Sorry, as not so. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, and uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be definitely looking forward to uh, to the surprise. Save, save us some hot sauce. Yeah, 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 for sure. I will. I will if there's any left. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll catch you soon, man. Thanks, brothers. Thank you for listening to the American Arson Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a positive comment or review. Connect with us online through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter. And check out AmericanArson.com for music, merch, and upcoming tour dates. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay inspired, stay positive, and keep creating.